All right, all right, all right. This is Omar Lyles, the life coach from Agape Love Network. Agape Love Network is a relationship network leading to love, learning to deal with things that are difficult and uncomfortable in relationships. So tonight, we're going to have a gym tonight, and we're going to have this wonderful guest, and she's just going to tell a little bit about herself. Her name is Bree. Carol and the actual subject that we're actually going to have pretty much is this uh, what are military marriages like because there are a lot of people who are in the military and married to someone within whatever branch that they are in so we're going to be talking about that today so today right now I would like to introduce everyone to Miss Bree Carol alright Hey everyone. Hello, Agape Love family. Thank you so much for having me on here. I am Brie Carroll and I am really excited to share a little perspective on what military marriage looks like and answer some questions, have some really good dialogue and share some of the excitement that we have going on related to male marriage in our community. Awesome. Awesome. Just tell us just a little bit about yourself and who you are. Yes. So I am Bree Carroll. Um, many know me as the military marriage coach. I am also the host of Hearts and Stripes podcast. I'm an entrepreneur, uh, the owner of B Carroll Events LLC and the founder of Military Marriage Day, our newest holiday in the armed forces, which is celebrated annually on August the 14th. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, tell me just a little bit. Uh, uh, are you currently married and how long have you been married? Of course you are married. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what this platform well, I is am about. Currently <laughs> married. Um, I have been married to my Air Force pilot for seven years now. Um, super awesome. grateful for the opportunity to be a military spouse. You might not hear a lot of people say that, but I am one to believe that um, when you are in situations like military life, it definitely throws challenges your way. But through those challenges, through that adversity, through uh, those different situations, you really do grow stronger, not just individually, but in your marriage. And that's what I'm encouraging other people in the military community to do, to look at the challenges that we face in military life as opportunities to grow and to just connect closer in our married relationships. One of the things that I didn't mention in the introduction that I will share now Mm -hmm. is that I am actually the 2020-2021 Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year. Um, So Mm -hmm. with that recognition and that title, I have been advocating to strengthen military marriages. That is the platform um, that I like to share and speak about. Um, That's why I'm here, right? And um, it is something that actually started from my podcast, Hearts and Stripes. So Hearts and Stripes podcast is all about strengthening military marriages. And I believe we can do that in three different areas when we focus on three principles. One, and that's thriving personally. So ensuring Mm -hmm. that we are advancing ourselves, investing in ourselves, showing up for ourselves first before we can show up for Mm -hmm. our 
marriage and relationships to thriving in our marriage. And what I mean is we're not here for this mediocre marriage relationship. Mm. Mm. We want to truly, like it says here, have that agape love, something that is exciting. Keep that fire burning in our marriage relationships. And three, thrive in building a legacy because I believe that our relationships also bless other people outside of the relationship not just the individuals who are in it so whether that is building a financial legacy whether that's building a legacy of faith that is another thing that you need to be mindful of as you mm. walk through this journey so that's what hearts and stripes is all about and it really started from me seeing a lot of military couples divorce and separate mm. a lot of friends and close friends to my husband and i they ended up separating and I was very frustrated with not being able to help them find the resources that they maybe needed to stay together and figure it out and, and make some of the challenges that they have a lot smoother. So the, heart, the Hearts and Stripes podcast ended up being my answer to say, you know what, if I can't find it, I'm going to go ahead and build it. And that's the platform that I bring on other experts to share in areas of relationship and also to hit on those three areas. Mm, awesome, awesome. So what what is it like being married to someone in the military? Great question. So I will say that it is different for each branch and every couple. And the reason mm -hmm. why I say that is because, as I mentioned, I am an Air Force spouse, which means my husband flies, and, and not everyone mm -hmm. in the Air Force is a pilot, but my husband flies. So what yeah. his day-to-day, -day, what his deployment tempo is, what his ops tempo is, looks very different than someone else in a, a different career field within mm. the Air Force. And very mm. different from someone who's in the Navy, who mm. may be on a ship or, or for, yeah. for an extended amount of time. And it's very different from the Army, who is boots on the ground for a different amount of time and in, deployed to different areas. But one thing yeah. that I can say that our community has in common is that we do go through deployments um, and yeah. separation tends to be one of the biggest stressors to our relationships mm -hmm. that time apart, whether those are year long deployments or, or over a year long deployments. Um, there is a certain amount of training that is very rigorous um, mm -hmm. and can be very frequent. So that is also time away. Another mm. thing that we have in common that is challenging to our military couples specifically is that we can pick up and move and, and what mm. we like to call a permanent change of station. So we move sometimes as, as frequently as yearly, every three years. So what that looks like is you're starting over in a new location every time you pick up and move. So those mm. are some of the commonalities without mm. that our couples go through when we are in the military life um and, and it definitely those are impacts to our marriage for sure mm -hmm. yeah and, and you know I, i've seen where um people who are military what well, military couples they get to have uh they they get to stay on base um uh they have like houses and stuff like that that yes. they can actually stay on as well have you seen that Yes, yeah, so uh, have actually you? the previous location. So we are currently in Louisiana. 
um, previously we were living in Minot, North Dakota. And in North Dakota, we actually stayed on base. So staying on installation, there is housing on base. And really when you think of in a military base or installation, if any everyone could imagine, think about a little town that is in the confines of, mm -hmm. of a, a gated system and everything that you need is within that installation. There's areas to shop, there's a grocery store, there's housing, there's different activities for the, mm -hmm. those communities and it's all self-contained on those mm -hmm. installations so that they can be self-sufficient, so yes, there are several mm. military families that live right there on the base. But mm -hmm. also one of the things I'd love to footstop with anyone who is listening is to also be mindful that there are military families who live outside of that base, outside of yeah. that installation. They're a part mm -hmm. of your communities. They might be a part of your church. So please mm -hmm. reach out to them, connect yeah. with them because they're looking for a sense of community every time yeah. they have to pick up and move. And you might be the person because you're listening to me now um, mm -hmm. that, that extends that that welcoming hand to that family who is looking to start anew in, in your community. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I, when I look at other families, you know, who have who, up with their husbands or their wives in the military i think about like um ones who are close to home like the coast guard you know mm -hmm. or even like the national guard because they're like their home and they right. can often see them uh but what i really worried about is like people who like go overseas and stuff like that that has to be like the hardest thing in the world you know to to let go of you know yeah and you know what? Yeah. It's it's interesting. So let me, I guess, clear up clear up that myth yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. But even our National Guard, uh, they've been in the the media a lot this year, just responding yeah. to a lot of the things that have gone on in 2020 and into 2021. We uh, yeah. prior to this, we talked a little bit about Ida and and yeah. just emergency response. Our National Guard responds to all of those things. So mm -hmm. although. Yeah they may be stationed maybe near family um mm -hmm. some are not some actually took yeah. assignments in different states and so they are kind of transplants to that area and mm -hmm. they do deploy and go overseas and they mm -hmm. also yeah. end up going to emergency response locations that they mm -hmm. get assigned to so oftentimes mm -hmm. they are displaced maybe even more than, than mm. what you would think of the the typical active duty army air force um person but you're absolutely right going overseas and in a deployment um environment is something mm. that is uh common to the military mm. community um i would say there are improvements now like we mentioned with technology being a factor where we can keep in contact with our loved ones a little bit better but let's be honest if they are in a location where they are doing an assignment that we cannot know all the details yeah. of then mm -hmm. then there is that disconnect and we won't be able to hear from our loved ones and that brings mm -hmm. on its own set of challenges um via communicating in your marriage can you imagine you do mm. a job you've done your job for the day the month the year you come home yeah. and you're unable to really talk to your spouse about what happened and what has gone on that can mm -hmm. be very challenging for our active duty members and even our veterans who still carry a lot of those experiences after they separate 
which is why we uh, heavily advocate for and, and share information on PTSD and suicide prevention. One of the organizations or the initiatives that I partner with with my fellow branch winners from the Military Spouse of the Year program is the Million Mile Project. And that's one effort that we share resources for PTSD awareness and suicide prevention because of those challenges and those impacts of being away, not being able to communicate thoughts and feelings and, and things that they're seeing that, mm. that we could not even imagine. Mm. Awesome. Uh, very, very interesting. So let me ask you this. What are some of the positive experiences that you had in your personal life being in the military? Oh, that's such a good question. Mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite experiences has been in being able to join my husband when he was away for a, an assignment in London. So he was mm -hmm. over in the UK doing some training and I had the opportunity to fly out there and meet him. And it happened to be around our anniversary. So that's how we spent mm -hmm. our oh, fifth wow. anniversary was mm -hmm. over in London, um, sightseeing, enjoying some wow. of the times. He had a short period over the weekend, but we made the most of mm -hmm. that short time together. Um, and, and it's fantastic because I think a lot of spouses, maybe they would agree with me, but that opportunity to travel and see some different things overseas. Yeah. I have friends that are in Guam, that are in Japan, that are stationed yeah. in London, um, that can see things that they would have not typically seen had they, they not been yeah. in a military family. Yeah, that's nice because they do get that opportunity to travel the world and see everything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever thought about going in the military? So I thought about it early on. So a little background for me, I'm actually uh, started my career as a civil engineer. So the yeah. way oh, okay. I met my husband, um, I was actually in the Palace Acquire Choir program. And right yeah. out of college, after graduating with a degree in civil engineering, I actually ended up working for the Air Force. So I was mm -hmm. in a little town in Del Rio, Texas with a wonderful base Laughlin Air Force Base, which happened to be a pilot training base. Now, I had been there for uh, several years as a GS employee, but during that time, mm -hmm. I really did consider just doing active duty because a lot of my peers and the people that I worked with yeah. wore the uniform. I happen yeah. to be a civilian, which keeps the continuity of those squadrons and keeps things running as the oh, military okay. has to come and go. So I did mm. think about joining during that time frame, but my husband scooped me up since he was <laughs> a pilot and mm. we met in church there at Del Rio, Texas, married. Mm. And I have not thought about joining the military since because um, okay. one of the, the things about being a military spouse is we really have the um, great responsibility of being the continuity in the family. Like yeah. I mentioned, mm -hmm. um, I was the continuity at work, at home, in our military family, the military spouse typically is that continuity. Mm -hmm. So I'm the one when dad has to go, that keeps the kids, that ensure life continues to go. And, and it's really a pleasure that I get to partner with my husband because um, I believe he was called to do what he is doing now. Mm -hmm. And it's such an amazing thing to see him leading his peers, leading with integrity, sharing the word of God, mm -hmm. and just uh, showing a level of excellence from a childhood dream 
Um, he yeah. wanted to fly ever since he was a child. So to see him living out that dream and in partnering with his dreams, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm able to still see my own dreams come mm -hmm. to fruition. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, at first, uh, for many years, I didn't want to join the military. And then at one point, I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And by the time I really wanted to, they was like, oh, nah, <laughs> it's too late, brother. Right. <laughs> you, know? you know what? I think so, yeah. it has a lot to do with uh, the way the military is seen, right? So growing yeah. up, like I mentioned, I grew up in New Jersey. There wasn't yeah. a lot of people that I knew personally that the military was an option. And now in my adult life, I wish I had known more. Not to say that I would have gone a different path, but people yeah. don't understand the opportunities that are available to them when they join the military so mm -hmm. um you can get your education paid for yeah. you can still go to college participate in rotc and yeah. come out so you have a scholarship yep. throughout mm -hmm. school and then you can serve so now yep. you're mm -hmm. an officer and there are even some some individuals who are friends of mine now they have fulfilled their commitment like they went into the military in high school right right out of high school they did mm -hmm, their yep. 20 year commitment and now they are retired collecting a full retirement and it's like yeah oh, you young you mm -hmm. collecting a retirement and you're young. Yep. so they're able to start whatever their next thing is and they'll be mm -hmm. able to, to collect yes. two and maybe even three different retirements because they were thoughtful and they took advantage of the opportunities early mm -hmm. on again it is definitely not for everybody but mm -hmm. i think even growing up i think i had a misconception of what the military was or had to offer and i, I just hope that people can really do some research and see yeah. that mm -hmm. we have doctors in the military lawyers yeah. in the military engineers like myself in the military there are a lot of different career fields where you can get your education for free, serve a bigger purpose, and then still have a life and transition those skills outside of the military in a way that could be beneficial for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Bucket, me, I, I want to do the Navy and the Coast Guard, um, but, but mostly the Coast Guard. Mm -hmm. But apart from that, um, when I found that, because when I was, I remember being in school, right? I think it was in junior high and high school. I used to see everyone going to ROTC. I said, well, ha, 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 look at them. They're in their, their army uniforms and they're walking to school every day. And look who got the last laugh. <laughs> they get full scholarships oh, and yeah. then they can go to the military. Like you said, they could, you know, get a higher ranking or whatever like that and get military benefits and go to college. I'm just like, what? I can't. And then they can claim military status and stuff. I'm just like, wow. Yes. yes. Yes, and, and like, it's all about educating and, and knowing. Yeah. Like, you know, look, we know now. We didn't know before. Yeah, I know. We, I know not what I was doing this. So <laughs> I know not what I do. Right. So uh, yeah. So I thought that was really really cool. Uh, so um, how about what are some of the benefits of actually being married to someone in the military? Because um, I, I know from what I've looked at before. Um, uh, people, uh, but I know military spouses get a certain kind of benefit as well, but I want you to explain to everyone what are some of the kinds of military benefits that spouses may have? Sure. So I would, I would start by saying the same benefits that a civilian would have from their marriage 
that carries over to military in marriage. You get a partner, a strong relationship, a confidant, a team member, a best friend. Um, so, so those are benefits that, that you see in the military. And then you get to add that icing on top of being able to see new things and experience new things together, like the travel that we talked about. Um, a lot of people um, are interested or, or want to be more aware about the health care that we receive. That mm-hmm. is through TRICARE. So that is one of the benefits that typically people think of when you are married to an individual that is mm-hmm. active duty in the military yeah. or that carry over when you retire. So you're not worrying about health care or appointments and, and doctor's visits and those type of things. There are a lot of resources that are available to the military. So um, spouses can get scholarships and grants Mm. to uh, attend higher um, education or get certifications. Um, There are a lot of different communities of support to help uh, families figure it out. Uh, One of the things that I must say, and, and I have to just share, the, I feel like the DOD and the armed forces makes a great effort to support our <laughs> families through programming, through the key spouse programs, through uh, grants, through uh, EFMP or how they care for children with special needs. And so the, all mm-hmm. of these programs are available to our families. There are still there's still some work to be done. There's still improvements that need to be to happen to to those um, programs. Right. There's always areas of opportunity. But I, I will say there are a lot of resources that our military families and our spouses specifically can tap into to build communities of support to uh, go after some of their own personal goals. You just have to think about them in different ways. So one of the things, for example, is um, because we pick up and move a lot of times, we have to be thoughtful about the career paths that we choose. Mm -hmm. and, And they may need to look like more mobile career fields I know a lot of military spouses who are in the medical field because typically you Mm -hmm. can find work in that area everywhere. So you just have to be creative about how you chart out your path. And um, also now a lot of military spouses are entrepreneurs like myself. Mm -hmm. And we find different ways to Mm -hmm. continue to live out our dreams. Mm -hmm. But the other uh, other side of that, and I would like to say that there are they're starting to trend more military spouses do work. I think there's a misconception like you get married to someone in the military, you just stay home and you don't do mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. That is often not by choice. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a right. lot of men and women mm-hmm. want to continue to work. Yeah. But unfortunately, because of areas where these bases are and not having the opportunities, they are unable to. So that is just some of the benefits that we see as, in the military community that is available for spouses. Um, but there are so many more. Um, and I would love to, if anybody has additional questions about resources or maybe it's something that you know someone who's military and is looking for a resource, they can feel, feel free to contact me and I'd be mm-hmm. happy to point them in the right direction. Awesome. And you know something also, speaking about careers and things like that, because um, it was like, Two, I think it was in 2019 or 2018. Um, you know, like when you have your resume out on Indeed and all that stuff like that. So the, uh, I think it was the Navy. Yeah, the Navy had uh, reached out to me. And because uh, being that I was training for chaplaincy, I only needed 
one more unit, but I was like, I was just hitting like, because I'm 44 right now. So this was like about a good two or three years ago. Um, I literally was going to join the Navy during that time um, as pretty much as a chaplain. And I would have got oh, the yes. opportunity. I think they said, yeah, only the only thing that I didn't have was a CPE that was supposed to have been done. So I didn't get a chance to do it. <laughs> yes. So no, I, I thought that would have been so cool. We, we absolutely love that. And you know what? Let me add that to the list of resources. Our military chaplains yeah. are amazing in how they support our families um, in our squadrons. Yeah. And, and providing that level of support to the families. That's actually um, the primary um, person who advocates for marriage on our installations are our mm, chaplains. Awesome. So I have to shout out our chaplains. Yeah. They do an amazing job and they are under mm -hmm. a lot of pressure um, as they are um, the ones who not only run the um, the religious observances, the churches, the um, the uh, different time frames for for religious celebrations, because again, yeah. you have all mm -hmm. denominations on military installations. Yeah. Um, not only do they do that, but they also serve in those squadrons and they deploy, and they are the ones who are there, uh, mm -hmm. even in deployed situation, who are helping people go through those tough situations. So I'd be remiss if I did not shout out our, our military chaplains. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you and everything that you do to serve yeah. our families. Awesome, awesome. But let me ask you this question. Tell us about the military marriage survey. And, yes. Um, yeah, tell us about that. Okay, so I'm gonna have to back all the way up. Yeah, and, this and is a little I'll feedback. Say, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, with the having the title of being the 2020-2021 Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year, I got this platform and um, I said, how can I take what I do and talk about on the podcast hearts and stripes to the next level how can i put that in action and i got this crazy idea that if we can celebrate national taco day that we mm. could celebrate military marriage day so mm. military marriage day is a holiday that i founded we celebrated annually on august the 14th and the the first year of celebration was awesome. It was all virtual because it actually launched during COVID. So in 2020, so we did a whole virtual celebration. So after that celebration, I was like, that's awesome. We had speakers. We had a whole week worth of, of events that acknowledge and cause people to pause and be thoughtful about their marriage and how they could work on it and build it and really just celebrate one another. Mm -hmm. And then after that event, I just was like, now, how do I know it's impactful or how do I know how to meet the need of my military community? And I was looking for data to determine like, okay, what's the next thing? Like, what is the next thing that we can offer to make Military Marriage Day better? What are what are some information that, because I'm, I'm not the type of person who just wants to do something just to do something. I want to ensure that I'm meeting the need. So what we did in October is we launched the military marriage survey so that was october of 2022 and i just mm -hmm. reached out i went on social media and asked <clears> the <throat> community and i dropped it in a couple of different military groups and just said hey i would love for you guys to provide your feedback on the survey and we had over 500 people participate mm -hmm. 
in this survey. And really the questions were focused on getting some understanding around how the member or the spouse felt personally fulfilled, how it tied to their relationship fulfillment, um, resources that they utilize, um, and a lot of great information came out of that. And, and one of the things that I'll share is that we did see a direct tie between if an individual feels personally fulfilled, they are more likely to feel fulfilled in their marriage relationship. So how do you define fulfillment may be different for each person, but a lot of it was tied to um, what they do. So, so mm -hmm. their work. Um, so that was a factor that we needed to look at and see how we can get additional resources in that area. And then also having something of their own. So that does, doesn't necessarily mean work, but it might mean um, knowing what their purpose is and, and, and having value in their self and finding worth beyond just what other people say that they are just a spouse mm. or what have you. Um, so finding those areas and looking at that survey, we had some, some awesome aha moments. Some of the things we kind of thought would come out of the survey did. Um, but now we are more equipped to better meet the need of our military community. And I'm excited because uh, in the next month or two, we will roll out the 2021 survey um, mm -hmm. with some of the similar questions and refining some of those questions to really hear more from our military community to ensure that the resources that we are pointing them too really do meet the need so you can find out more about the full survey and see that report on militarymarriageday.com so that's the holidays website page you'll see the comprehensive report that we published from 2020 um and and then you'll see as the next coming months uh start rolling out you'll see an opportunity for all my military community, whether you're veteran or active duty, you'll see an opportunity to do the 2021 survey uh, and lend your voice to what your marriage experience is, because that's what type of data we're looking at. You can get demographics from the Pentagon and you can find out what the divorce rate is, but really understanding the military marriage experience is our goal so that we can help mm. shape those experiences so more of our military couples can thrive awesome awesome uh, yeah this is a little feedback <laughs> oh no yes yeah, anything on anything like that yeah oh, okay yes yeah, probably on my end probably <laughs> yeah so um so uh tell me what did you like doing for fun Oh, so I am a romantic comedy type of girl. I like to watch movies and hang out with my family. I really want to blame the pandemic for that <laughs> because being in the house, um, that was one of the things that we did prior to the pandemic, but yeah. we really leaned into mm -hmm. um, yeah. as we were uh, forced to spend more time together, which was a great thing. So mm -hmm. I absolutely love um, curling up on the couch with Aww. my husband and with family and enjoying a family movie together. Um, mm -hmm. I love going to brunch and, um, because I happen to be an event planner, I love a good event, a good outing. Oh, wow. out. So, mm -hmm. uh, those are just a couple of the things that I, that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 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 So, um, here's the thing right now. Um, and we spent pretty much a half hour. So I think this is good right here. So, um, I, I enjoy this conversation. Um, it, it's an educational tool. 
to yeah. for everybody to learn about what's it like to actually being what's it like to actually be married to someone who's actually in the military, especially right. coming from a, a, a person of color, you as yourself. Yeah. Uh, because um, women of color have a long history, just people of color, period, have a long history of being married uh, in the military and not have getting the recognition. Um, and there were a lot of soldiers who just not have, have not getting the re- recognition for all the yeah. sacrifices they have made um, throughout many years of being in the military. So this was a really, really good conversation. Something that was yeah. very unique and something very different. Now, I had a lot of conversations, but to me, this was the most unique and different from them. Or oh, I like what you're doing. But no, no, no. I just don't like what you're doing. I love what you're doing. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you. Um, how, how can people actually, how can they support you? Yes. Yeah, so if anyone would like to um, connect, I, I greatly invite you to reach out to me. I'm at It's Brie Carol on Instagram, on Facebook as well. It's Brie Carol and support Military Marriage Day. I know a lot of people listening, you may not be military yourself, but I'm pretty sure you knew someone who served or know of someone who, who may have served. Let them know that you found out today something about this crazy holiday called Military Marriage Day. Mm. And remember that they can go and find resources to support their marriage at www.militarymarriageday.com. So mm-hmm. that is how people can support Thank you so much for the opportunity mm-hmm. to share some perspective and having me here as a guest um, on this platform. Again, Agape family, thank you so much for oh, having me. Um, mm-hmm. And I appreciate the the time yeah. and the conversation that we mm-hmm. had. Yeah, okay. So, uh, are, are you on any are you on any social media platforms? Are you on YouTube, Instagram? Or? Yes. So yeah. Hearts and Stripes Tell Podcast. <laughs> you can find Hearts and Stripes Podcast on any of your favorite podcast players. We also have a YouTube. It's also on YouTube. So you can find me there yeah. on, you, on YouTube. But you can definitely Instagram is where I like to play and hang out. So you can find Military Marriage Day on Instagram. And you can find me at It's Brie Carol on Instagram as well. Awesome. Awesome. So I I thank you for actually coming on here for this wonderful discussion on military marriages on what's it like to actually be in the the military, (laughs) not not being in the military, but being married to someone that is in the military. Okay. So that's what we were talking about, everyone. Um, Most of the time, midway in the conversation, I always let people know what the conversation is about. (laughs) So that's what we were actually talking about tonight. It was wonderful uh, to actually uh, to have this conversation with you. So also everyone, please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Agape Love Network. Yep, it's right down there. All right. And also to let you know, all right, I have a new book coming out. It's called Leading with Love letting love lead the way on amazon.com and this is the book right here leading with love all right letting love lead the way so uh i want you to just go up on amazon it's $14.99 go and hit that book up all right and then after you finish write a review for me just type in omar lyle's 
uh, leading with love, letting love lead the way. Okay. I thank you for actually coming on tonight, but uh, you can stick around just for a couple more seconds after we go off the live. And so, but everybody, thank you for tuning in uh, and just, just watching. And so uh, we're going to be back with uh, three or four more lives as well. I'll keep everybody posted you know uh we have uh jerome uh gay on september 28th and uh he's going to be talking about the different types of communication and relationships so that's going to be wonderful and we got uh ahmed uh we're going to have uh, uh ab bracewell and we're going to have gregory devon uh with three more discussions on the 17th to 20th the 23rd and the 21st, I believe. Uh, so keep a lookout for that. Be posted that. And uh, thank you everyone for actually listening today for this wonderful discussion on what's it like to be married to someone in the military. Peace and have a blessed and